Hi, I'm Hannah, the Marvel veteran. And I'm Heather, the newbie. And this is Marvel, Marvel for Dummies. Dummies. We begin every episode with Heather's rendition of what she thinks is about to happen in a Marvel movie. And then we actually watch the film to discover the true story. And listen to Heather eat her words. Aw, oh, never. <laughs> Alright, here we go. They didn't fix Cap's costume. <laughs> I'm looking no. at the, the poster for Avengers 1. I'm not... Is there... It's Avengers 1 and Cap's yeah, costume Avengers, is terrible. Yeah, they went for more... I think they even like mentioned that in the movie, that they went for a more vintage look. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well. Yep, so that's what we got going now. Okay, so today we are going to be watching the very first Avengers movie. Yeah. And like I said last week, this is going to be a 10 out of 10 for me. The, the I love this movie. I think it is perfection. Um, okay, maybe not perfection. I'm not a critic, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a really, really good movie. I like it a lot. So... Heather, yeah. and we also have a couple other friends here that might chime in a little bit who, um, you know, always, always get to have other opinions, um, but... Yeah, I'm not alone today. There's someone who's never seen this movie, and I low-key have seen this movie. <laughs> I don't know what the plot is, though. Oh my I gosh. don't know what they're fighting for. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go So, forward. yeah, go into it. Let, let's have a little brief um, look over of where our tally is sitting right now. Yeah. We've got yes. Iron Man at 33. Yeah. <laughs> he literally gained points via his dead father. I know. So, but that's what I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so good in Cap's movies. It's so. true. So we have Iron Man at 33. Yeah. Then we have Hulk at 300. Yeah. Thor is sitting at a solid zero. Yeah. And then Cap is at 410. <laughs> yeah. So I we will have all four of these people in this movie. And then I think we are also going to add... Black Widow and Hawkeye to the tally for this Whoa. movie. Whoa, Black Widow should have points then via Iron Man movies. Hmm. Because she totally tri- tricked Tony, so she's at fifty points right now. Okay, okay, we can. We'll, we'll yeah. do this. I mean, we made the rules, so we can. And do we both the have red we hair. Want. We both have red hair. Seventy-five points. There you go. So we got Black Widow. Did you say she was at fifty? Uh, we're gonna do her at seventy-five because we also. Gotcha. It broke my earring. Um, anyways. <laughs> okay, Black Widow is oh. sitting at a nice, um, wow, 75 is what you said. Yeah. I yeah. have a good memory. Um, 75 and Hawkeye, we saw him first in Iron Man, very briefly. I, Do you have any points you want to award him? Because I don't remember him, negative 20. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're not, you're he brutal. He didn't make an impression, <laughs> and that disturbs me that he's in this main movie. Oh my gosh. I don't All right. remember him. So the, these are the main Avengers we are dealing with in this first Avengers movie, so that's what we're going to leave it at with these sure. with these um, six characters. Um, good. Okay. What do you think is the plot of this movie? Oh, cool beans. Um, here's the plot. Eye patch Nick Fury comes in and he's As like... As opposed to non-eye patch Nick Fury. <laughs> Mick Fleury. Oh my God. Um, he comes in and he's like, hey, we're going to have an alien invasion. We need a team for it. Because I remember mm-hmm. they fight a whole bunch of aliens okay. in this movie. And so he's like, this makes no sense though. Why would he... Re- just just keep going. <laughs> oh my gosh, Loki is the villain. This is the one movie I know the villain of. Loki comes back. Okay, so here's the tea. Here's okay, the tea. I'm ready. Loki... Comes back. Yep. And he's like, yeah, I'm going, I want to make Thor 
suffered because he found his happiness and his honor back when he came to Earth. Uh-huh. And so his plan is to not, like, destroy Earth, but to torture it via alien um, roly-polies <laughs> machines. The real question so, is, is she wrong? <laughs> <laughs> alien roly-polies alien is surprisingly accurate. Machines. <laughs> and so, like, of course, Nick Fury, because he's a seer, question mark, he knows mm. this. I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's got the third eye. No, I don't think he has the third eye. But that'd be funny. That'd be crazy. That would but be he crazy. He has a third eye. Oh my <laughs> god. He only has one. For him, um, it's the second eye. <laughs> um, no. So, okay. Yeah. Loki's like, brother. I'm. Oh, that's Thor. Brother. I'm, <laughs> I'm, coming, oh I'm coming for you, and I'm British. And he's going to open this portal, but he needs to, like, mix together something to make the portal open to destroy Earth via evil alien centipede planet. So so he wants to destroy all of Earth just because Thor found his happiness. Yeah. And so, okay. yeah, he just wants to, like, destroy Thor. You know, But, you gods. know, do you remember in the last Thor movie, Thor destroyed the Rainbow Bridge. He can't get back to Earth. Didn't Loki, think about that one, did you? Loki teams up with the frost giant. Okay. <laughs> and they find a portal to Earth. Because if, you know, as Guardians can, it would make sense. Sorry, I have a little bit of allergies, so if I sound weird, that's why. Um, <laughs> Throw back to episode as, one when we were dying. Exactly. <laughs> we yes. Um, if they can find a way to Earth, so can these little blue people, the Smurfs. And so they found a way to Earth. And, um, the Smurfs are going to enter the Smurfs. <laughs> And um, they, he takes that packet, that pathway to Earth. Okay. And that's how he's able to, like, surprise everybody. But... So does Thor do that as well? Or? No, I thought Thor was stuck on Earth. No, he's stuck in Asgard because oh. he destroyed the Rainbow Bridge. Crap. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I just watch movies and then I dump them out of my memory. So that oh, I can man. enjoy them the next time I watch them. Yep. Um, so let me remind you, <laughs> Thor is stuck on Asgard. Crap, how does Thor get back? Um, Thor gets back via, um, I don't know, like a wish. Maybe he just, like... He just, like, finds a genie, and he's like, <laughs> take me to Earth. Take me to Earth. I don't know, they rebuild the Rainbow Bridge. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, enough time has passed. Oh, man, how would they get him back? I don't know. They have a lot of artifacts. Mm-hmm. Thor will find a way. You know, it's either, okay. like, he finds, like, he makes a wish, he becomes, like, a full-on god, and he's able to just kind of, like, poof, poof himself mm-hmm. um, via some sort of relic, or maybe him and Loki meet up, and they're, like, just battling in the frost giant area, and he doesn't know that Loki has made this portal, right? Okay. And so Loki is like, you know, I'll destroy you and the one you love, and he pulls the lever, and they go into this, Wrong like, lever. everything's blue, so it's going to be a blue portal, um, probably made by the government because they're always the <laughs> it's always government. I'm just kidding. No, it's a blue portal. They fall through together. Loki's mischievous. He disappears. Thor's now stuck on Earth via this frost giant portal. He's gone mm. through, and then Thor um, is is found by Nick Fury. Right? Nick Fury's like, what? He's like, oh yeah, my bro's here. Loki's here, and he's like, oh my gosh, no way. And then Loki is like, I'm, you know, on this planet like I was planning, and now I can destroy Thor while he's watching his love die. Oh, and wow. so he's like, I just need the ingredients 
to open up a portal. Maybe he needs like enough power, whether that's like electrical or like nuclear or something to like mm-hmm. build some sort of out of world machine to like blast a hole in the sky, right? Okay. Because I'm pretty sure that's what happens. So he's out making this machine or building these things and that's making like energy pockets like around the city, right? And so mm-hmm. this is how Nick's like, okay, we need to nip this in the bud before the centipedes come. Now the centipedes. So he's he's assembling a team because, I, I mean, he's probably assembling this team because they've just discovered that people are outside of their universe, right? And that they mm-hmm. need some sort of way to protect themselves. That seems... So they go clear. for all these superhumans that have been popping up lately. Yeah, because I mean, who else do they have? <laughs> um, so then they grab a couple people. I'm confused how Iron Man makes it on the team because he was denied. Um, That's true. But he has a lot of money, so maybe they needed funding. It's just like, you know, they didn't want sponsored ad, ads oh on my like, God. the outfits. <laughs> like, you know, they don't have like tight Titanium. Brought to you by <laughs> T-Mobile. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. So they didn't want a sponsorship. Gotcha. Um, okay. Let's see. Also, who the heck is Hawkeye? Like, he's Arrow guy. But, like, why? <laughs> like, can't anyone do what he does? No, because he's really good at what he does. <laughs> he's literally shooting arrows. Yeah, he does it so well. You haven't seen him actually, like, in action I gave action him 20 yet. points. Oh, I gave him negative 20 points. Because he couldn't remember I'm going to give him another negative 20 because oh my gosh! he doesn't shoot arrows. <laughs> wow! And Katniss Everdeen does that. Oh my gosh. And I don't know. I can't believe you're disrespecting Hawkeye so hard yeah, right dude, now. Like, I hope that after you watch this, you'll like eat your words and be like, actually, Hawkeye okay, is the coolest. Here's the t- tea. Hawkeye is cool. And I will call him a hot guy because that's what he is. <laughs> You know, Jeremy Renner is a very attractive points, man. But, like, literally, like, give Natasha the bow, you know? Oh, no. She's, you did not just say give Natasha the give bow. Give Natasha the bow. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure she could do no. just as good as this guy. No. They could probably unfreeze someone from, like, World War II, and he could probably <laughs> shoot that bow. Like, they picked up those alien machinery weapon things and learned how to use them like that. So, like, find one of those people. Give Cap the bow. You Actually, think- it's terrible. He has a shield. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just dying at the fact that right now you think shooting a gun is like similar to shooting a bow and arrow. I, shooting a gun's better <laughs> than a bow and arrow. You kidding? Have you shot a bow I, and arrow? Yes. People, people hunt with bow and arrows or guns more often. That's because they're easier. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're really, really good think, think at shooting not harder, if you're really, really good at shooting a bow and arrow, then that means you're really freaking this good. Is bad funding towards a dumb character. <laughs> <laughs> they are literally doing this ultra powerful squad and they're like, I don't know, just like throw some guy with a bow and arrow. <laughs> like I'm like, they could have found anyone else. They could have found oh Star Lord. They could have found, I don't know, someone thrown in a vat of acid and they probably would have more superpowers. If you're thrown in a vat of acid, I think you're dead. <laughs> I don't know. Joker. Was that acid? Oh wait, or was that a Harley Quinn? I don't know. I've never seen uh, those movies. Me I've either. seen clips. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't feel like anyone's actually been thrown in a vat of acid I and been made a superhero. Oh, when in. Who did? Was it acid? Some sort of nuclear waste. Boom. Yeah, Harley nuclear waste. Nuclear, well, some sort of bubbling. Yeah, but I'm like straight Harley up acid, in, you're dead. Yeah, Harley Quinn went in first and then Joker jumped in after her to save him. Oh, he oh, did? Sweet. Oh, wow. That At is least according to the movies. 
Well, and like reason. maybe after we finish the Marvel movies, we need to like watch the DC movies because neither of us know anything. That's true. I don't wrap. <laughs> anyway, okay. So well, that's my rant. <laughs> we will continue the Hawkeye argument after you've seen the movie and you've seen how amazing this character is. Okay. Hopefully, he better be good. He is great. He's fighting with a billionaire genius, a god, a trained assassin, and a super soldier. How do you know he's not a trained assassin? Well, he probably is, but he is a bad one because he has a bow and arrow. Oh my gosh. I, I can't. I, I'm just on I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to annoy you at this point. All right. I know. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Um, so you've you got pretty well the plot of the movie that Loki mm-hmm. is, you know, just out to destroy Earth and he's mm-hmm. made a pact with the Frost Giants. And so is that how the aliens come? Is because the Frost Giants send them? No. Like, um,. The Frost Giants, like, Loki's now king of the Frost Giants, kind of, right now. And gotcha. so that's how he's his birthright. Yeah, that's how he's able to make it to Earth, but he wants to do this himself, and so he's trying to put together this machinery and this other things, like, via, obviously, other people's labor, but under his control. So this yes. is all him building this thing to have enough power to bring the aliens in. Okay, but how do the aliens know to come? Um, I'm just assuming it's kind of, like, chaos, right? Like, he knows of this planet of, like these these beings that exist that will just like kill people you know what i mean like they're just like chaotic beasts themselves so he has no control over these aliens that are coming just to record i'm sure that's part of like he has like mind control powers i've seen loki's like tv show so Uh i I love that's why i love loki as a villain (laughs) we'll see how much you like Um, loki by the end of this movie (laughs) oh i'm gonna probably give him so many points just because i love how now we're we're not we're not giving villains points that's that's not gonna be a thing you have more points here um loki has five thousand five thousand because his tv show is awesome now that's Um, too metagaming um all right so any other point any other things you think are gonna happen in this movie they get shawarma at the end that is true um my, yeah, it's just, like, how they all decide to work together. Because all these people, like, Tony's not going to trust anyone. Natasha has a hard time trusting people. Um, you know, like, Thor, does he even go here? Like, he's from, he's <laughs> yep. from Asgard. He's not from Earth. And then you have someone else here who will not be named. Um, and then, oh, Hulk. Oh, my boy, Hulk. Oh, uh, yes, Hulk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's troubled and probably should go to therapy and not be on this team. <laughs> And that's just set out of love, but, like, if he can do good, like, that's what Hulk is made for, and so hopefully he can yeah. smash some stuff, you know. Yep. Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Yep. Alrighty. Okay. Um, I know. Is there any, um, because all these movies have had weird love interests. <laughs> oh yes. Any is romance. There, yeah, is there anything, is there any romance in here? Not that that's essential for... I mean, of films. course I'm not going to tell you because we have to watch it, but do you think there's going to be any romance in this? You know, sadly not for Cap, because... I know. Um, yeah. Thor, obviously he'll see his girl, and maybe she'll die in this movie. Do you know how sad Ooh. that would Because Loki, like, I'm sure, like, at the end of battle, like... His hair's flying in the wind, and Loki's there, <laughs> and Loki, like, you know, has, like, this portal system going on, I guess, and, and like, he's about to kill Loki, and then Loki, like, just teleports, what's her name, like, Jane? Jane, yeah. Jane. Teleports Jane in front of him, and Thor's, like, going down to stab Loki, and stabs Jane <gasps> instead, and Loki oh just God. rolls her body off the side of a building, because they're probably on top of a building, and Thor goes out and, like, saves her, and she's just on the brink of death, and she's like, Thor. <gasps> Oh, wait, sorry, that's the girl from Hulk who always whispers. What does Jane sound like? We don't know. Just, hey, Thor! <laughs> <laughs> she 
I'm die okay. from stab wounds. I'm okay. Just keep fighting. And then dies. And dies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, wow, this is gonna be an emotional masterpiece. Yeah, I can't wait. Pepper of course is gonna be there. Oh uh, yes, be the Pepper Potts. She is amazing. Um, the Hawk guy will have no one. Natasha always have everyone loving her, but she's too cold of a heart. Um, and then hopefully Hulk's girlfriend swings around town for a little bit, but we'll see. All right, I'm excited for this. One. <laughs> I am too. There's so there's so many great things gonna happen. Wow, I can't wait for you know all all those things you described. Thank you. (laughs) Can't wait to watch it. Yeah. All right, so we will come back after watching the first Avengers movie. Awesome. All right, here we are, fresh off of watching the first Avengers movie. Initial thoughts, Heather. Honestly, pretty solid movie. Humor in this, really good. Seriously, um, so many quotable lines in this movie. It's incredible. Uh, Captain America's outfit actually turned out pretty okay. Okay. I still want to punch Tony in the face. Okay. <laughs> but was he better in this movie, at least? He was way better. Yeah. Like, like he's grown. Yeah. It's all because of uh, Pepper. <laughs> you know, 100%. Yeah. You know, um, can't believe that. Um, who died? What's his name? Phil Coulson. Phil, I can't believe that Phil Coulson died. Like, what? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Okay, so a light just popped on in the corner of <laughs> like this room we're in. This room, we call it the haunted room because that light does that a lot. That's hilarious. It's true. It just kind of turns on and off whenever it wants. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't have any, like, oh, no one got the PSA. Um, to not shoot the Hulk. To not shoot the Hulk. <sighs> it still hasn't been sent out. It must have just gotten lost in the sauce. Yeah. But I'm like, also, okay, I think this is the biggest surprise from the movie, how indestructible the Hulk is. Seriously. And the Hulk's, um, sentient change uh-huh. if that makes sense I'm yeah not- toward the end when it seems like oh he actually somewhat has control over this maybe yeah and i don't understand the switch to that i'm happy it happened but like yeah what? well we'll get to there eventually you know okay. we're doing our run through and hopefully we can discuss it a little bit um mm-hmm. you what about you yeah i love this movie my my feelings have not changed 10 out of 10 for me um yeah there's so many so many cool things. Like, I feel like every time I watch this, I understand better the plot and, like, everybody's plans and how everything is panning out. Because, you know, you watch it the first the first time or the first couple times and you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, this thing happens and this thing happens. But then I this time I felt like I really grasped everything that, like, oh, this is why he was in Germany. And, oh, this is why this had to happen. And, like, yeah, all yeah, sorts yeah. of stuff. I feel like I was finally getting it <laughs> after however many times I've seen this movie. It's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you know, usually you're just watching it for the enjoyment, but this time I was watching it more for that analytical aspect of just like, oh, wait, okay, I actually know what's happening <laughs> now in this movie. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. What do Still you rate it, it then? 10 Is out of 10. 10? Absolutely 10, 10 out of 10. 10. I, like, I love the pacing of this movie. I love the humor is on point. The plot is great. Character's phenomenal. I mean, I, I don't think there's a single thing I don't like about this movie. Like, it, it's just great. Dang, dude. So... Yeah. This is engraving on your heart exactly. over here. Exactly. So, yes, what about you? 
I don't know. I agree with you. I think this was a solid movie. I, my personal opinion, because I just don't have the gumption to sit through some stuff. Sometimes this movie is two hours and about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And my movie limit is two hours. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, if you, oh, like, yeah, a good, if it's a ending. really <laughs> good story, you can summarize it in two hours and still have it be really awesome. Mm -hmm. um, that's just my own personal, I, under, I understand that great things can be made with long periods of time. So that's my only complaint with this movie. Um, pretty darn solid. You know, I might watch it again. It's cool. I would. I put it at a nine. Yeah. A nine. Okay. Yeah. I could take that. Um. Okay. There's a lot to unpack with this movie. There is. Um. I know we might have to make this like a two-parter. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, Hannah informed me this is our season finale. So yeah, happy season finale, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome. Um. Yeah, because I figured that we could split up yeah. our seasons into the different phases of Marvel. I think would be a good way to do it. And so this is the end of phase one of Marvel. Yeah. And so the next phase we'll start a new season. Um. So yes. All right, let's start here at the beginning, because as you know, it's a very good place to start. Uh, <laughs> there may be a day when I stop making that joke, but today is not that day. Perfect. Um, so we begin this movie with, okay, I guess like the very, very beginning, we get kind of like this cool like underwater shot of the Tesseract. And you know, we've been hinting at the Tesseract here for a long time. It's been a key player in whoa, the Captain whoa, America movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, the Tesseract has only been mentioned in... The Captain America movie. Well, yes, but it was hinted that, you know, like, this is a big thing. Because we said that the Ice King, like, cube was not this cube. No, you are correct. It was not <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But I don't know. I I guess it's just, yeah, the Captain America movie just made it such a big deal. That it, we're like, this is not, this is not going to be the end that, that we is, see of this Tesseract. That's a good point. So we know it's going to be a key player in this movie as well. And then we move to S.H.I.E.L.D., to this, like, underground compound where obviously they are working to... Um, utilize the Tesseract like Hydra did. Because Hydra was able to use it to make all of these really cool weapons. And so it's obvious that Hydra is kind of trying to do something similar. Um, trying to figure out like what to do with the Tesseract. And I kind of want to, like, I wish, I wish we did this before we started filming. But if we could pull up the same, like, scene with them working on the Tesseract, like, from that movie to this movie... I'm pretty sure they mirrored some of the, like, even items in the room and how things are set up. I might be mm -hmm. crazy. But, no, like, I, I mean, even machine setup is similar, right? Yeah, I mean, I would not put anything past Marvel. They look past no detail. They are in the business of weaving together stories and everything. So I would not be surprised at all if they used very similar, you know, sets, machines, and stuff to, you know, work on this. Sure. Um, and then, so yes, we've got Nick Fury, we've got, I really wish I remembered the agent's name, um, Hawkeye? no, the girl, oh, sorry, the girl that's with Nick, oh, she's, um, cool. I can't remember her name, and it's gonna, it's gonna bug me, but she also is introduced here, and then we get to see our good friend Hawkeye, mm. um, but yeah, they're, they're saying that the Tesseract is misbehaving, is how they put it, that, you know, it's, they're basically expecting this thing to blow and just take out this whole compound. And so they're kind of, they're evacuating people. They're kind um, of evacuating. They are, they're no, evacuating. They're, they're, I, they're, like they're kind of, comma, that thought wasn't finished. Oh, they're evacuating no, people. Like, what? No. <laughs> they're evacuating people. Um, Stakes are high. Yeah. Um, so Nick is like, yeah, we got to get people out of here pronto because he's expecting it to blow. Um, cool. Cool. 
And then um, Hawkeye makes the point of, you know, if, if it's a door, if it's a gateway, you know, doors open both directions. Mm -hmm. And so, like, here we go. Like, there's going to be something coming through this portal that is about to be opened up by the Tesseract. And it is Loki. Tom Hiddleston. Good old Tom Hiddleston. And, yeah, he shows up. And he's not looking too great. I mean, he's kind of got, like, bags under the eyes. Dude, like, his makeup artist went crazy. Like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, lots of yellow. It almost looks like black eyes, but not really. Mm -hmm. And this makeup choice also shows up like when, because I mentioned on Hawkeye later in the movie, uh -huh. he has the same sort of makeup stuff. So is it like in connection with like wielding the staff? Like, is it sucking life? Um, I guess that could be one interpretation. I always figured that, you know, he's, um, he was given this power, this scepter by someone, right? Yeah. And so we're guessing it's not, like, the nicest person. So we don't know, like, what this person had, like, done to Loki or, So it's just know. wear and tear, basically. That's my guess. Um, yeah, it's just that, you know, Loki is not, you know, fully rested, ready to battle New York. Like, he's, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's been going through now. it, it seems yeah. like. Um... But then, yeah, he has the scepter, and he is, you know, going to nuts, taking out all the people, but he gets to Agent Barton, and, well, also known as Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, that. wow. Okay, um, I didn't know that was his name. Clint Barton Hawkeye. is his name. Um, and so, <laughs> he uses the scepter to basically mind control him. So... Mm. Um, I hope this isn't too spoilery, but we find out later that the Scepter, they, they mentioned later on in this movie that the Scepter is like somehow controlled by the Tesseract, yeah. which is 100% not true because the Scepter houses the Mind Stone. We're dealing with another Infinity Stone. So the reason I think that they, they're like, oh, it has something to do with the Tesseract is because, well, yeah, it's another Infinity Stone. They're going to act similarly, at least like when it comes to... Is the Tesseract an Sagi. Infinity Stone? It is. It's the space stone. I don't, portals. I don't know what that means, but cool. Because yes. it, it, wor it works through space, you know, because it opened a portal yeah. to get Loki here. And later on in the movie, it opens a portal to get the... It's space. Oh. And then you have the mind stone, yeah. so he can, you know, possess people. Dope. It's cool. These are all used to snap away worlds? Yeah. Oh. Later. That, that is way in the future. What the... Way, okay, way, way anyway. in the future. I we are nowhere near there yet. We have a lot of opinions about purple man and him just killing people but you know we're fine we're fine let's keep going anyway so we have loki arrive and he's uh, taking control of um clint barton as well as aaron selvig who we remember from the thor movie hmm. who was the scientist and friend of thor so you know fun little connections that we're getting in here um and so loki basically makes known his plans to um take over earth the way he puts it is to free everybody from freedom that, you know, humans, like, the freedom is the great illusion of humans that we crave being ruled over, which is very, very interesting. And Nick Fury goes to him and says, you know, our people don't have any quarrels with your people. And Loki throws out the, well, an ant doesn't have a quarrel with a boot, which... It's kind of a terrifying analogy, but like we we see it come back later on, which I think is kind of hilarious. That's what one of the things that I love most about this movie is almost like the prolonged jokes that like yeah the lead up the yes that <laughs> you have like oh they have this little one thing that they mentioned earlier and then oh later here comes like the punchline of that joke, which I don't know one of one of my favorite aspects I, about the humor genius. in this movie. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, and so. 
yeah, we have this whole fight with Loki that, you know, we, we, we have this, what, what he's about to do to Earth sort of plans, but um, Nick Fury is stalling for time because he knows the place is about to blow, um, and, um, but Loki, you know, realizes that's what he's doing, and he um, makes his getaway with Clint, mm -hmm. with um, Eric Selvig, and they, you know, the super epic, like, scene of, you know, them leaving the, leaving the compound, driving away just in the nick of time to avoid getting smashed. And so that is, sure. that is our opening to this movie. Hello! So, full disclosure, um, it's been a couple days since we recorded that first part. Um, and now we are driving, so... Woo! If if the sound quality is very crappy, you know why. <laughs> yeah, we're. Do you know what? I feel I was talking to Hannah about this, and I know this is super abrupt. It's like we're talking about stuff, and now you're hearing this. Hello. Um, <laughs> I feel like waiting the couple of days has really helped the movie resonate with me. I did forget some specific moments, but I mean, we're watching, we're looking at scene by scene clips as we just kind of fast forward through stuff, so you won't miss anything. Right. Um. Okay. So where we left off, yeah. the um. The building is all collapsed, and now we know that Loki's here, he's a threat, and we have this team that Nick Fury has been trying to build for the past forever, and it looks like they're finally going to get their day in the sun. So the next scene we come to, one of, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when we have Natasha Romanoff, who we met in Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. And she appears to have been, like, captured by, like, these, I think they're Russian, right? Pretty sure. Uh, yeah, Russian people. But these we'll Russian people. Russian. Like, it looks like she's been kidnapped, and they're like interrogating her and about to torture her and everything. And then one of the one of the goons gets a phone call. And they're like, "It's for her," and <laughs> she gets put on the phone. And it's Agent Coulson, our good old friend Agent oh, Coulson. I, I love the man. He's yep. so great. And he's like, "So um, we need you to come in." And she's like, "What? I'm working." Like. And this, I'm, I'm in the middle of an interrogation, and this moron's giving me everything. I know, and she's the one tied up and everything. <laughs> I and know. That sets up their humor for the rest of the movie. That is just it's like true. so, like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. I find it so hilarious, and like, uh, well, I, I'm trying to debate if I want to talk about this now or later when it happens again. But like, Black Widow is such a cool character for this reason that she is, yes, very very good at combat, very, she can take you down, zero problem whatsoever, but her, um, her specialty is emotional manipulation, and we'll, yeah. we will see that again later on, and I'll get more in depth to that, but, um, so yeah, she, she's trying to be called into work, but she's, or called into, um, whatever's going on, and she's like, no, I'm working, and all he says is, Barton's been compromised, as in Clint Barton, so we know instantly that, whoa, Agent Barton is someone of significance to Black to Widow. To Black Widow. Yeah. So she goes off. She, like, completely wrecks everybody in that building. And she's just amazing like that. And as she's walking away, they mention how they need her to get the big guy. So so jump forward to this little third, third world city. It looks like so, it's in India, I think, right? Oh, India? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure. sure they say somewhere where it is, but I can't remember what it is. Little girl that is on Black Widow's payroll, it seems, <laughs> comes to get um, Bruce Banner to come and meet with Black Widow. And also, so this is where I was preparing myself to be disappointed. Yes. Because I love the OG Hulk. He's um, great. Uh, which is weird. Well, I guess, okay, 2008 Hulk? 
I believe. Yes, 2008 or 2009. I can't remember. Right. Um, that Hulk, he's great. And then I heard that they changed actors, right? And so I was like, ooh, I don't know about this. And I ended up liking him just in a different way, if yes. that makes sense. Um, and he was a little bit more fun. Which I liked in this movie yes. a lot more, too. And I think that's also... The tone of the movie was much lighter than it was in the first Hulk movie. I mean, yeah. That was all serious and doom and gloom. But it this is, one is yeah. a little bit more lighthearted, so they're able to give him a little more humor. Um, so any any points being added or taken away from Hulk? <laughs> oh, man. I was actually going to give him 15 points just for pure actor, points. like, not making me disappointed in this character. <laughs> I like, yeah. love it. All right, 15 points. And Black Widow, were there any points that you wanted to award there? No. For this first scene? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> she's already balling. Where's she at? That's true. Um, is she she's even at, here? She's at 75. Oh, yeah. Not mostly. We'll keep her there. All right. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, she's solid. I don't know. Nothing to... She's, uh, my expectations are high, so she's got to do something cool to up the points. Yeah, she is. She's already really cool. I'll give you that. Um, and then they, she has this conversation with um, Bruce Banner, where obviously he's being asked to come in, but not as the Hulk, surprisingly. They don't want to, well, I guess not that surprisingly, is that they're not, they don't want him to come in because he's the Hulk. They want him to come in because he's Bruce Banner and he's a genius. And they, because they've lost the Tesseract at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And they say that the radiation yeah. that is emitted by the Tesseract is mostly gamma radiation. And of course, who is... Who's the expert? Who is the leading man when it comes to gamma radiation? Mr. Bruce, Bruce. Banner. So they're asking him to come in and... Uh, one of one of the great moments of of comedy is when she says right at the beginning that like you know it's just you and me like I don't have any backup but then as soon as he like yells at her kind of like shows a little bit of aggression she whips out a gun and he's like okay like I'm sorry I was just seeing what you would do and then she calls off like this whole army that's outside yeah, the house I <laughs> oh so great so well, he's a scary guy he is a scary guy like even I don't know yeah it's interesting. Um, And then we get Fury talking with this council. We don't know exactly what the council is, who they are, how they formed, but they seem to be in control of what goes on in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, what the heck? That was my question this whole time. Like, Uh Nick Fury's answering to these people, and I'm like, who are these people? (laughs) Like, they're obviously not, like, part of other secret organizations involved in the same thing, because he's trying to explain what they're doing, and they don't understand, and, like... Yeah. Are they just, like, different other secret areas of, like, military status? Like, who Maybe, because technically, guys? I'm pretty sure that Nick Fury's title is um, Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so I don't know who would be above him on the S.H.I.E.L.D. level. Um, so, yeah, don't know who these council people are. A comic book fan could probably tell you, but uh, I have no idea. Um, but he's talking to them, and, yeah, of course, they... They're questioning his sanity a little bit and wanting to, like, bring these ultra-powerful beings together on a team to, like, do what? Like, this is not going to work out. What are you talking about? Um, and I can't remember exactly what led up to this line, but I would I would just love to commend the movie makers on their transitions in this movie. It was, like, seamless because they say something like, you know, a war isn't one with sentiment. And Nick Fury replies, No. It's one with soldiers, and then cuts Captain America. <laughs> like, I don't. I just. I love their transitions. They're always so baller. They're um, yeah. They're segues into like meeting all the people in the Avengers. They all just make sense. They're all really good. They're so great. And so we get Steve Rogers. Yeah. That he's he's punching his you know punching bag, um, and obviously still dealing with some PTSD associated with um, what he's been through with the war and being woken up from the ice. Like he's a dead man. Yeah. Walking. 
this poor man, he, he's gone through it. For Which sure. makes me wonder how old Bruce is. Bruce Banner. Because if Banner. they if they have the same sort of like nugget similarities in the solution, right? That they uh-huh. were given, like if they were so similar, like and Captain stayed alive for so long, like, is Cap ever going to die? And then secondly, will Hulk ever die? Especially because also he's tried to kill himself, which was a really dark moment of this movie. Yep. And he's like the other guy, like, spat out the bullet. So how long do you live on this serum? I don't know. <laughs> like, um, one of your questions will be answered eventually. As for Hulk, um, I don't know. You just kind of have to see. But yeah, as far as we know right now, we... We haven't lived enough time to, to see what the effects are as far as aging and stuff. Weird. Um, so, yeah. Here's Steve Rogers back in the modern world. Uh, Nick Fury comes up to him and he basically is giving him this mission of here's the Tesseract. This is what we're looking for. Um, and, er, no, he goes to Steve because Steve has seen the Tesseract. And so he's like, is there anything you can tell us about this? And Steve is like, should have left it in the ocean because <laughs> yeah. it caused a heckin' amount of trouble. What, for, you and know. Those, you know, war. Yeah. Crazy skull man. Yep, no, you not know? great stuff was going on with the Tesseract last time, so. Ruined Steve's life. It's fine. Yep, it's fine. And then here's another beautiful transition, because we have Steve that says, you should have left it in the ocean, and then immediately we cut to the ocean, <laughs> where we see Iron Man. Who's this director? I, <laughs> I love him, whoever was. So funny. Um, but yeah, he. we cut to the ocean where we have Iron Man who's fixing some sort of pipe underwater. We see him in a suit. He flies up, and we see the Stark Tower light up. And this is his new, like, project or whatever that he's working on. We find out a little bit later that it's meant to be just completely self-sustaining, like, really, really green kind of... Um, green energy, yeah. Yeah, kind of a building. And so, um, yeah, because it's powered by an arc reactor. And so, you know, he's, he's trying to do his stuff and... You know, changing the world with all of his knowledge and stuff. And so then we also get our amazing Pepper Potts. She's great. She's so um, cute. Like, I'll give Tony five points just ooh. for, again, like, for holding on to Pepper Potts. <laughs> I don't know how he's done it. Well, actually, they, he's kind of cute with her now. Like, they seem more comfortable, and he seems, yes. like, really nice to her and stuff. So I'm like, do you know what, Tony? That softened my heart a little bit. That's pretty good. So he gets yeah. some points for that. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty adorable. And they're talking about how um, she should take 12% of the credit for the building. And yeah, that's she another gives a minus that two points. Oh, minus I two. <laughs> <laughs> it's only going to have a gross of three. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. You um, can't sass Pepper without, you know. Without losing some points. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, too funny. And then Agent Colson shows up. And he's trying to tell Tony of this mission as well. And... Um, stuff going on with the Tesseract and he, he brings up like oh I thought I was rejected from this Avengers team because you know I don't play well with others and all that and Coulson's like well you know things have changed <laughs> and so looks like they're overlooking you know how well he might work with others or lack thereof and because just, they just need a straight up skill set they need a skill set well, for I mean, sure they're calling in the freaking Hulk yeah. and like a bunch of other dangerous assassins I'm like I think you can handle Tony Stark's <laughs> Yep. Childish self, like I, you know. You would hope so. He's insufferable, but he's not dangerous. Well, he's a little dangerous. A little dangerous. I don't know. Never mind. Tony's <laughs> interesting. Just a smidge. And then we we have this plane ride. That's um, we have Steve Rogers and Phil Coulson, 
and it's adorable, adorably awkward because there's Agent Coulson oh my who's such a little fanboy. He's like, oh my gosh, like I have your, like your, um, what are they called, trading cards and. <laughs> I, I watched you while you were sleeping. I'm like, I mean, I mean what? I, I was present while you were unconscious. Oh my god! <laughs> Trying to and Cap is just like, yeah, okay, we're done. Like, we're all done right, here. all right, this is cool. We're done. Here. Um, Thank you. But then, yeah, he he mentions like, yeah, I had a little design input when it came to your uniform, and Cap says, oh, it's in the aren't the stars and stripes a little a little old fashioned, and Coulson says, you know, we could we could use a little old fashioned, and so. Just a just fun little moment. And then we come out of this giant um, ship. Oh, wait. Just kidding. Before that, something that needs to be noted. We have this conversation with Loki and this leader of whatever army he's about to command. Oh. Yeah, Loki. Like, I, uh, you know, the movie, it was smart to not to go into this business that Loki, what Loki's been doing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, me and Hannah were talking about this. It looked like Loki had just kind of sold his soul. Yeah. You know, for straight up revenge to <coughs> rule the human planet or destroy uh -huh. it. It's a little uncertain yeah. what his line is with that bad boy. Yeah. But that he had gone to like this these terrible people and he was willing to give up the Tesseract, which I'm like, does he realize like what power the Tesseract holds? Probably like, not. Because he wouldn't have given that up. I yeah. Don't think. I, don't I don't know. know. But yeah, he has a conversation. It's a weird. But obviously, yeah. it's a very uh, tenuous relationship he's got with these people that they are like, if you withhold the Tesseract from us, you will wish for something as sweet as pain. <laughs> like, um, yeah. No, not the not a super you know happy relationship going on. No. But the the bottom line being that Loki has command of some sort of army that he's planning to bring to Earth, and that's why he wants the Tesseract. And so then we come to this huge ocean liner that. Um, we have Steve meeting um, Black Widow and Bruce Banner. And so, yes. you know, we got, we got the team coming together. It's great. Um, and, oh, here is one of, one of my favorite <laughs> moments. So the, the ship, um, they, they assume it's a submarine that is about to go underwater, but instead it starts to fly. It starts yeah. to jump into the air. That was really fun. It's really cool. And then um, earlier on, when Nick Fury was first talking to Cap that we saw, um, he... Captain America was saying, like, you know, nothing much will surprise me anymore because, you know, he's been taken out of history. He's seen all of, like, what the modern world is. And so I was like, yeah, I can't be really shocked by anything anymore. And Nick Fury says, well, ten bucks says you're wrong. Yeah. And so here's a new, in another instance of the great humor that's, like, these prolonged jokes that as soon as Steve comes inside after seeing this huge ship take to the air, he walks up to Nick Fury. He doesn't say anything. He just sends him, hands him a ten dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> It's so great. Um, I was thinking as they were taking off, though, like those huge propellers. I'm like, man, what if one of those like stop? And that's like the whole rest uh -huh. of the movie is them trying to get these propellers working. I'm like, oh no. Yep, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they they're getting Bruce Banner started, and you know his lab, and like doing all of his work that he wants to do. And um, they find out that Loki is in Germany because he, he's not really trying to hide himself very well. You know, they have access to all their satellites and all their all their resources, and so they see that he's in Germany. And this is what I picked up on this time that I hadn't really picked up on before. Why he was in Germany, I didn't really care before. <laughs> this yeah. time I picked up, like, oh, he needs this certain substance because last time the Tesseract opened a portal that brought Loki here, it blew up the entire, like, shield compound. And so he needs oh. this special material 
that will stabilize whatever portal they're about to build. And so that's why he's in Germany to find oh, this stable. substance. So wait, do you know what that substance is? I can't remember. Um, so it's not it's not like a pertinent thing to any of the other not to my knowledge. Um, I mean, it's always possible that they mention it later on and I've completely forgot about it, but it's not like vibranium or anything iconic like that. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Just whatever substance is going to work to stabilize this thing. So we have, oh yes, I believe this is our first instance of, um, of Hawkeye's, you know, wonderful, like, bow, or, oh, yeah, bow, my, like, stringing Oh thing. my gosh, I've been waiting <laughs> to, um, to talk about this. <laughs> like, oh my, okay, so I give a lot of crap to Hawkeye, and I still, <laughs> I still will, because is he the first person to, like, get his mind warped? Yeah, because he shoots a bow. But, <laughs> I'm gonna say, every time he whips out his, like, bow... <laughs> Holy crap. Like, it just looks so cool. And then to know that yeah. he was friends with Natasha, I was uh -huh. like, okay, if you're friends with her, like, that earns you some extra points. Yep. Oh, yeah, and so then, Hawkeye's at negative 40. Are oh, my gosh. He gets it back to zero strictly okay. for his him whipping out the boat. Just oh, my gosh. the sound effects of the... Whoosh, That's because, like, amazing. I, I was like, I want to go that extends out like that. Yeah, I think um, we all do. And then for being friends with Natasha, that's another 10 points. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's in the positive, folks. He's in the positive. Yeah. I'm still going to throw shade at him. <laughs> but he, he, was, he was cooler than I thought. He, he was yeah, it's yeah. pretty legit. So we have Loki along with Hawkeye and some other goons that go to this like place in Germany. It seems like a really fancy event. You know, string quartet is playing. And um, you have Loki that walks straight up to this man. We don't know what he is, but he's some sort of position of power because they need an eyeball scan in order yeah. to enter wherever this place is that has this special element. And so he has this weird contraption that he snaps right onto this dude's eye. And, like, it, it looks painful. It sounds painful, but whatever it does. It, oh. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, it took me a second to remember. Yes, yeah, that triangle spike thing where uh -huh. he just stabs into his skull and everyone screams. Yeah. I was like, wow. This is... Sometimes the Marvel movies, I'm like, this is a little dark. Like, who, yeah. who wrote this? He was like, how are they going to get, like, the eye scanner for the door? And this guy in the back is like, get a triangle. And he, he oh stabs God. it into his face. And it, like, <laughs> scans the whole eye for you. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, not super pleasant. But bottom line, they now have this whatever substance they need to stabilize the Tesseract. Yeah. But um, Loki, you know corrals all of the people from this fancy event outside. And he starts to give this speech after, you know, yelling at them all to kneel before him. Yeah. And he starts giving this speech about, you know, basically what he said before, that like, is this not your natural state? You know, you, you crave to be ruled as human beings. And so he's just presenting himself as that benevolent ruler, the one that has come to free them from their freedom. It's like, wow, you're full of crap. But I then, know, I was like, that's so dumb Loki. Like, you had all these years... And you're like, I'm here to free you from freedom. Freedom. <laughs> it's ruining your lives, I promise, pinky swear. <laughs> yeah, so he gives it's this whole gone. speech, and he says, in the end, you will always kneel. But then you have this older gentleman that stands up. This is so cute. It was adorable. And he says, um, let's see, I will never kneel to a man like, like you. you. And Loki says, there is no man like me. And, and the older man says, there are always men like you. 
And you look at him, and it almost like, hope this isn't pre- too presumptuous of me to say, but it almost looks like he could be of, like, Jewish descent. That, like, maybe this is someone from who had ancestors or, like, himself was a part of World War II. And, like, he knows exactly what he's talking about. Like, having this oppressive dictator that just says you will always kneel. But him knowing that there, you know, there's always men like you. There's always someone that's trying to oppress us and we will not kneel. And so... Interesting. I love this man <laughs> that, and all that he embodies and that he was willing to stand up. And anyway, tender moment. Um, uh, and that's a really real movement. Oh, what? That's a real... <laughs> wow. Real that's moment. That's a really real moment for this movie. That, like, you know, I don't believe that movies have to have, like, some sort of, like... Deeper meaning, yeah. Deep, you know, I'm like, sometimes it's just fun to be entertained. Yeah. But for, like, if we are, like, going to go deep in this movie, like, that's a great topic to be, like, you know, remember the past. Like, don't let these men make you kneel. Like, do uh-huh. what you know is right. Like, I was like, you know, that's, that's what we're fighting for in this movie. And that's why we're putting together this team is to not repeat the oppression of the past. Uh-huh. Uh, you know deep meanings. I love them. You don't need them, but they're cool. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Super great moment. But then Cap shows up, just in time to save this man from getting exactly. blasted by, by Loki. He shows up, and he's like, you know, last time I was in Germany, there was a man who, you know, thought he was above everyone else, and we ended up disagreeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understatement of the century. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Cap comes, and he and Loki start to battle. They're super great. And then we have Natasha that's up in a plane, and she's the backup. But the systems in the plane that she's in suddenly get taken over, and you hear the voice of Tony <laughs> just being like, Yeah, Agent Romanoff, did, Agent Romanoff, did you miss me? And then in flies Iron Man. And he just he just hijacks the plane to protect music. I know. Oh my God, oh my <laughs> He's God. so extra. I love He's it. so extra. Uh, that was pretty baller, though. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and so Iron Man flies in, you know, helps take out, take out Loki. This is the first time that he and Cap have met, and so, you know, they don't really say much besides just, like, Tony, Cap. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not much of a greeting. Yeah. Um, but now they have Loki taken, and they're in this ship. But Cap knows his dad. Yeah. So, yeah, he knows him. He knows him by family. <laughs> yes, knows the last name, at least. Um, and I'm, I'm sure throughout this whole movie, there are moments when Captain America is just like, wow, you, you are your father. <laughs> like, I seriously. You are the same. He <laughs> does not fall far from the, uh, I don't know, the building table. The building where, where table. Where do they come from? <laughs> they're all oh, I love it. crazy engineers. Yep. So they're, they're flying in the ship. And then there's a, there's a random thunderstorm that starts. Like from what Natasha is saying, it makes it seem like this is weird. And you see Loki kind of start to get a little bit nervous and they say, what, you don't, you don't like lightning? He's like, I'm not overly fond of what follows. That being thunder, thunder. God of thunder, thunder. Thor has entered the picture. Thunder. Yeah. Yep. So Thor comes in like a boss. He just swoops in. He breaks into the plane and he snatches Loki and flies <laughs> off. That's all he does. Honestly, that's one of my favorite moments. Ever. <laughs> so good. Not a single word. He just grabs Loki and flies off. And so Iron Man follows, and then Cap slowly follows because he has to, you know, parachute and everything. Yeah, he just dies. mortal, there. hilarious. Um, and so we have this little conversation between Thor and Loki. And this answered one of my questions this time around: that it seems that Odin had to like collect some sort of matter, like some sort of dark matter, dark energy, to be able to send Thor there. 
So it's not like they haven't repaired the rainbow the bridge. bridge or anything. It's like it took <laughs> like, a lot of power to get him there and they don't have enough to get it back. So that's why yeah. he needs to find the Tesseract so that it can bring them both home. Yeah. So that was a, that was my question answered anyway. Um, and that was a conversation about how, you know, Thor mourned for Loki and thought he was dead. And he's like, you know, just give up on this foolish dream. Just come home. And Loki, you know, all over the place, is like, I'm not actually your brother. I always remember living in your shadow. You know, obviously they're not agreeing. Yeah. Um, and then another great moment, so, so quotable moment, is when Thor goes up to Loki and he's like, all right, listen well, brother. And then Iron Man swoops in and takes Thor out. And so Loki just says, I'm listening. <laughs> what? <laughs> so great, so great. Um, so now we have the first meeting between Iron Man and Thor. And Thor is obviously like, don't touch my stuff, bro. Like, don't come in and steal our prisoner. Like, yeah. just stay out of our way. And so commence this little fight that started between Thor and Iron Man. And my favorite is when Thor tries to strike him with lightning and it ends up just like putting his systems into overdrive. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I, I thought it would fry his systems. Uh-huh. But I, Tony's so good. He yep. prepared I to don't be know, overpowered man. with this. Maybe he was expecting him to be struck by lightning. Maybe sometime in the sky. Yeah, like, maybe. Who knows? It just hasn't happened yet. So yeah. Yeah. Great fight. And then enter Captain America. And he's like, okay, the, the, this is enough, everybody. Like, just put the hammer down. And Thor's, uh, or um, Iron Man is like, don't ask him. He really likes his hammer. And so really Thor, Thor goes, you watch me to put the hammer down. Another very quotable, quotable moment. Comes, swings at the shield. And as soon as he hits the shield, all of that energy just ripples. Like, takes out this forest. And they're like, all right, we done here. <laughs> like, hence these three have met. <laughs> it's very... Yes, yeah, very clashing right from the beginning, which is kind of hilarious. And I, I'm not impressed with Marvel at this point. I'm not sure how you feel. I'd like to hear your thoughts. But all the fighting scenes in this movie were good. Yeah. Like, they're fun to watch. Because, like I said, I have problems with some fighting scenes uh-huh. where people are just punching each other. But, like, this one, like, you could see people and their deliberate tactics to reach a goal. Uh-huh. And that made the fights way more. Yes, and I would agree that the further along Marvel gets, the better their fight scenes get. You know, they're they're perfecting their art. And, yeah, I love all the fight scenes as well. Especially, yeah, they're getting more up close and personal. Um, and there's a variety to them. It's not like, wow, Cap is fighting Loki again. Again. <laughs> yeah, none of them felt unnecessary for sure. Yeah, um, too. And so, yeah, they were great. Um, so then, for whatever reason, Loki is still there. <laughs> and they take him into this, this plane. Um, well... We know why. Yeah, we yeah, know why. Yeah. But it's just hilarious at the time. You're just like, what the heck, Loki? Like, <laughs> you're gonna run off. They had this fight for a while. Honestly. <laughs> but anyway, they're back on the ship, and they've put Loki in this huge containing containment unit, and Nick Fury heavily implies that it was meant for the Hulk, not for Loki. And so, of course, they're always being careful. Like, that's very smart when you have this man who could turn into this raging monster any moment. Um... But, you know, that also is a bit not nice for Bruce Banner. That's like, wow, they have this giant prison for me. I mean, it's, I don't it's know. a rough situation. If I were Bruce, I'd be like, I'm kind of happy they have that. Because yeah. if his main, like, and I think he was a little offended. And I mean, I'm sure you would be. But, like, also you turn into a green monster that kills people. And, and you're in a giant plane. Like, we got to protect ourselves somehow. Right. He freaking, he's been yoinked out of so much. Like, he'll survive. He'll be yeah. fine. He'll be fine. So, um, so anyway. I and, thought it was reasonable, but everyone seemed shocked. Yeah. 
I don't know. So we have Loki contained, and then we have um, these Avengers. We have now Captain America, the uh, Bruce Banner, yeah. Iron Man, and Thor, as well as Black Widow is also there. Um, so we have all these people that are currently on this plane, and they're, you know, divvying up to do their different assignments. Um, and, oh, yes, another great prolonged joke moment is when Iron Man first walks in. He goes up to, like, the control panel, and he says, that man over there is playing Galactica. Like thought it we wouldn't notice but we did <laughs> and then like a couple minutes later you you just see a shot of a man at a computer and then he turns on the game <laughs> it's, on Galactica again. it's amazing oh um, so just the humor is so on point but another thing we noticed when uh, when Tony goes up to this control panel he sticks something on there like some sort of little tracker some little he sticks something on this computer and so that will become pertinent later but we have Bruce Banner and Iron Man that are working together to obviously find the Tesseract. They now have Loki's scepter, so yes. kind of analyzing that. Um, so they, they've got their business going. Do you going. know what the gem in the middle of the scepter is from? Yes. And why does everything glow blue? I don't know. I think it's literally what? I don't know why the scepter glows blue, but the, the heart of the scepter is the Mind Stone. Oh, I think you're telling me this. But that yeah. thing's yellow. It's. I think it's more like orange? Oh, is it orange? I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely the, not blue, though. The sunset color, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know why it glows blue, personally. I I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I don't think it would be careless enough of the writers to be like, oh, we didn't know yet that it was going to be an infinity stone at the heart of this scepter. Like, I don't, I don't believe that. Because they were, they had this infinity saga going on forever. And so... What mixes with, like, yellow or orange to make blue? Because maybe, um, <laughs> maybe they made the outer case that color... <laughs> Yeah, maybe it was just in an effort to conceal the Infinity Stone that they just somehow, like, encased it in this different color stuff. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, and then uh, another funny moment to point out here is that I'm I'm pretty sure this was from a reputable source, but that the moment when Tony, like, has his little bag of, like, blueberries and he, like, extends it out to, like, the different characters, like, that was not scripted. Like, he just had these blueberries, blueberries on set and, and so oh my gosh anyway fun, fun moments and then we have a little bit of a cut to um to what's going on at loki's place um it's not very long and i honestly can't really remember what happens oh, we just see it's fine loki's being evil uh, it's uh, well loki's captured so it's his people it's eric selvig and oh. um they're just continuing to work on their stuff i don't know i think he now has like this material and so we see him like inserted in a place like i don't know so some little thing happens. And then we have our wonderful Black Widow come yeah. again. That she comes to Loki. And it looks like she's come to kind of bargain for Clint Barton's life. Like she comes like asking about what he did to him. Um, and she gets a little bit more into her history. We get little glimpses of Black Widow all throughout this movie. Um, and her saying, you know, like, I... I was in a bad way, and I got on Loki's, I, or I got on S.H.I.E.L.D.'s radar. They sent an agent to take me out, but Agent Barton made a different call. And so, obviously, He's she kind of... Yeah, yeah he, she owes him her life. He, yeah. And, um... And so, Loki says something like, is this love, Romanov? She's like, love is for children. I owe them a debt. And Loki kind of takes on this weakness a little bit. I know, he wrote, sir. I know, really he... Really bad, because he... he probably did talk to Barton about her. Yeah, probably. I believe him when he said that I've talked to him about you and as he's saying stuff, it's like he knows exactly what yeah. he's talking about. And so, yeah. he, he threatens her and he's like, 
I will, I won't, I won't kill Barton, not until he kills you slowly, intimately, in every way he knows you fear. It's like, whoa, boy. I know, I was like, bruh. <laughs> Easy po- there. Evil points, awesome. <laughs> evil points. And, uh, and Natasha turns around looking like she's crying, and she says, you're a monster. And Loki oh. says, no, oh. you brought the monster. And so she whips around and she says, so, Bruce Banner, that's your play. And he's like, what? Because He wants to release the Hulk. He wants to release the Hulk. Yeah. And so this is another great moment where we're like, wow, her, her specialty is emotional manipulation. Because she comes making it seem like she's come to ask for something. She's come to interrogate him. Well, I mean, she has come to interrogate him. But she, I don't know. She just comes with all these pretenses and she lets herself seem emotionally vulnerable so that she can get information out of Loki. But and it's you genius. Sniff, did you sniff that, though, and think that was odd? When she started, like, crying, I was like, this is weird. Because mm-hmm. I've seen her movie, yeah. and she's, like, a trained assassin, and I was like, why is Black Widow crying? Like, I didn't quite well, believe it, but until, like, the interrogation was over, and then I was like, oh, I get you, but... Yeah, and seeing as Loki, you know, he's assuming all of these people are just very... Weak. Um, weak, and yeah, oh, she's being vulnerable. I found a weakness. I'm exploiting it. And sure. so he probably didn't think it too odd. Oh, no, I don't. Until it's like, wow, she's been playing you this whole time, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. And so um, immediately. That's uh, 20 points. 20 points about Black Widow. Yeah, nice. For being smart. Love that. Love that. Being saucy. <laughs> um, so we have the next scene is, you know, Black Widow knows that Loki's game plan is to release the Hulk. And so she's like, bring, get, um, you know, Steve Rogers, get Thor, get all these people in to where Bruce Banner is and just make sure that he's chill. <laughs> yeah. So, now we have this scene in the lab where, um, also, I guess before this I should mention that Tony has kind of planted oh the seed of doubt in Steve Rogers oh. as to what S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing. I thought you meant that he was teasing, like, tasing the Hulk to try to get him to Oh, yes, out. there was also that. Sorry, <laughs> that's not pertinent. Yeah, he's yeah. planting seeds. Doubt. He's finding seeds of doubt, and he's like, don't you... I, I can't remember exactly where the doubt comes from, but basically, like, that little thing that Tony planted on the console was, like, trying to help him get information. So he's like, in a, in a couple hours, I'll know every secret that S.H.I.E.L.D. has ever tried to hide. Um, and so, in their process of trying to get into the computers, there's been, like, an alert that's popped up. They know that they're trying to get, like, hacked right now, and so Nick Fury is coming to talk to Tony. And in the meantime... Steve has done his own searching. He's just gone into, like, you know, the storage and to see what he can find, and he's found old Hydra weapons. Yeah, a big yikes for Steve. Big a yikes. A big yikes. That's PTSD at its finest. Seriously. And so now we have all of this coming together that um, Nick knows that Tony has been poking in where he shouldn't. Steve has found this new evidence, and everybody's worried about the Hulk transforming. And so they're all basically just arguing in this room. And it's very obvious that Steve and Tony clash in particular. Yeah. Because Steve is all about honor and rules and, you know, being a good soldier. And Tony is all about breaking the rules at every single turn. And so, of course, these two don't get along. Yeah. Um, so they're, everybody's fighting each other. <laughs> and um, basically, Nick, is, Nick Fury is saying, like, we, are, we have found out since Thor came to Earth and brought this, you know, fire blasting machine with him. Like, we are not only not alone in the universe, but we are hilariously outgunned. Yeah. And honestly, it's tough because it's like you see where he's coming from. They're like, wow, the universe is huge and they have so many weapons that we don't. 
And so how are we going to get on that same level? And so the reason why they had all these Hydra weapons is because they were studying them because they were powered by the Tesseract. And so that's mostly why they want the Tesseract as well, is to try and build weapons. Weapons to defend themselves. Uh-huh. And, like, and what did Thor say? He was kind of like, that will put you on people's radars. Yeah, it's like, it'll, it'll let every other world know that Earth is ready for a higher form of battle. It's like, yikes. But also, we have no quarrel. And then, he, yeah, I think Fury says that, but we have no quarrel or something. Oh, this quarrel? is... I don't know. Yeah, this I is... I don't um, think conversations or whatever. Yeah, that's but. right at the beginning when he says, we have no quarrel with your world to Loki. And Loki mm. says, well, an ant has no quarrel with, with a, a boot. boot. Um, and yeah, he also makes a reference to that later on when Loki oh, is yeah. in his giant cage and he's saying like you so much as scratch that glass and all you know drop this whole container to earth and he says and boot <laughs> like here you are um anyway but yeah they're having this big old argument and you know it's it's hard to say who's right who's wrong yeah um yeah. but then we see why Loki wanted to be on this ship in the first place is because there is an attack that has come right to this airship and Hawkeye, well, Hawkeye being freaking awesome, he is able to calculate via wind resistance, <laughs> and he sends this arrow straight to the side of the ship where it blows up one of the engines. Yeah. yeah. So, pretty dang cool. So now everybody has... Oh, wait. Before before this explosion happens, we have the Hulk, Bruce Banner, that he is saying, this is like the dark moment that you were referencing where he says, like, what are you going to try and do? Like, kill me? Like, you can't. I've already tried. And, and everyone's quiet. They're like, what? It's like, wow, that, <laughs> yes. that got dark. Um, he said, I tried to put a bullet in my mouth and the other guy spit it out. Like, it seems like he just can't die. And he said, and everybody throughout this has been asking, you know, what's your secret? Like, why are you, you've gone a year without, um, without an incident. So like, what's your secret? You know, yoga, <laughs> meditation, you know, sort of stuff. my God. And so he says, you know, like, you want to know my secret? You want to know how I stay calm? And they say like, Dr. Yeah. Banner put down the scepter and then that's when he realized that he's holding the scepter it's like whoop um so anyway um then it's right after that moment when the ship blows up and so everybody is going into action mode um in this blast Bruce Banner and Natasha Romanoff have fallen through the ground so they're separated from everyone and we have Tony and Cap going to fix the the engine engine um Those are the only groups, really, that we follow, right? Um, And then Hawkeye's evilness. Yeah, Hawkeye's doing his own thing. And then we have um, Nick, of course, that's going off to try and save this ship. Um, And so we got got this this fun little sequence where let's let's start with Natasha and um, Bruce Banner. That he's uh, transforming. He's obviously transforming. And so Natasha's trying to talk him down. She says, you know, I swear on my life you will walk away from this. And he says, your life. And he's like half transformed yeah. already. So he fully transforms into the Hulk. And it's like, oh boy, we have a fight. Um, well, and I applaud Natasha for not fighting the Hulk. Because she knows her limitations. Yes. And so with her injured leg, she's hiding. And I had flashbacks to, like, when I played, like, paintball. That's uh-huh. what this felt like. Uh-huh. Right? Like, you're hiding. I'm not very skilled. I feel outgunned lots of the time, and you uh-huh. have to keep moving. And so that's what she's yep. doing, trying to race. And they, I feel like they mirrored some of the same 
things that happened in the original Hulk movies. Like, they still had, like, those paneled places that the Hulk smashes through. Yeah, smash it through. I feel like things were semi-similar, which is really Yeah, it was a similar setting as well. So, yeah, yeah, we have the Hulk in all his glory, and he is coming after Natasha. She is running. She got the PSA that you don't shoot the Hulk, you know? Thank you! One person got the PSA about the Hulk. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so... She's avoiding him, and it seems that he's almost got her. He's about to Hulk smash the heck out of (laughs) Natasha Romanoff when Thor comes through, takes him out. And so Natasha is safe for the time being, but now we have the Hulk versus Thor. Yeah. Um, And then we jump to um, the, the engine situation with Tony and Steve, and... This is hilarious because Tony is like, you know, go over to this place, open this panel, and see which switches are in overdrive. I don't know. He says some, like, fancy stuff. And so Steve goes over, and he opens this thing, and he's like, okay, what do you see? Well, like, what do you see? And he's like, well, it seems to run on some form of electricity. (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Love Marvel always throwing us those little, like, humorous moments amongst amongst all of the other heavy stuff. And I'm going to give... I'm going to give Steve a 40 points. Wow. For just, like, you know, helping this wing thing, like, happen by beating up these guards and protecting Tony. Oh, yeah, he has these guards after him. And for still, like, even though he doesn't have the knowledge base, and, like, he's still willing to help. I was like, 10 out of 10. And then for Tony, he's going to get 30 points. Okay. Because for the first time, like... I'm not sure if it's because he feels he's the only one who could do it, because I think he really is the only one who could probably restart the engine. Yeah. But he doesn't just, like, find an escape route for himself. Uh-huh. It, he find, he helps the ship. Which, yes. for the first time in my mind, this is him doing an act for people uh-huh. other than himself. I mean, he technically did that in his movies, but I don't know. It was also runoff of Vengeance and a couple other... You know, yeah. things on the side, but just for pure other people's sake. Yeah, because he's Iron Man. He's he could have just flown out of there and saved himself. Oh, no problem. 100%. So. so now he's attempting to, like, save people and putting himself in danger in the process. Yes, because as soon as he gets these rudders up to speed, yeah. he'll get, get shredded. But he's depending on Steve, there's a certain lever that will temporarily slow it down just enough that he can get out. Um, and so, but the problem is Steve is in battle with these other soldiers <laughs> that are... Yeah. And he's dangling outside of the plane, just holding onto this cable. Like, he's he's not in a great way. You're so, sweating watching this. You're like, just sleep. climb up the, climb up the rope. <laughs> Come on, it's not that hard. <laughs> no, it's, I'm, dude, no, it's I'm absolutely struggling. It's terrible. And so he's trying to climb up, and, and Tony's like, I'm up to speed now. You need to pull that lever. And Steve's like, give me a minute. <laughs> and he does manage after, you know, Tony clinks around a little bit in this, in this, um, what's it called engine um steve is able to get to the lever switches it tony escapes and he comes in and swipes the guy that was shooting at steve and so okay they're good <laughs> but it was a very yes it was a very stressful um thing going on there and then we have the fight between thor and hulk yes. and it's great because you have thor who knows he's strong like obviously he's a very buff dude he's got his hammer going and then there's the hulk that's just like pure muscle and just smashiness yes. um so you have these guys versus each other and they seem pretty evenly matched not gonna lie um, yeah, well, and, and thor's fought aliens and stuff uh-huh. you know frost giants are huge like i don't know it yeah. seemed reasonable that he'd fight the green man which sounds weird yeah, you know, but it's it works. um and then the gag of 
the person fighting Thor and then thinking they can just pick up the hammer and then not being able to, that gag will never not be funny to me. (laughs) When he throws the hammer and yeah, Yeah. Hulk is like just trying to pick it up. His feet are digging into the ship with all the effort that he's taking to lift up this hammer, but it's just not working. Um, So I love that. But then there's this ship that has been deployed with the express purpose of shooting at the Hulk because they didn't get the PSA. You don't shoot the Hulk. You don't shoot the Hulk. And so... Hulk gets mad. He jumps this plane and he, um, I don't know, he basically takes out the the person flying the plane. They parachute to safety. They're fine. But he is out of the picture now. I literally thought he died. Yeah. I literally, I was like, this man jumped out of a plane. Uh-huh. Out of insanity. Mm-hmm. He dead. <laughs> but he yep. survived. He is alive, in oh, fact. My- But now we have all of Loki's soldiers that have flooded the ship, and they have released him. And Thor, falling for his little hologram trick that he always pulls, is now inside that cage that he was trapped in. And so, and then we also have um, Natasha, who is, yeah, she's very shaken up by her um, fight with Hulk. But she's kind of gone over, she's okay, she's gone to find Barton, Clint Barton. And so they have their little fight. And she knocks him really hard in the head. Hard enough to get Loki out of his head. So I was like, man, apparently that's all it takes. (laughs) Yeah, a nice swift kick to the head. Yep, and that'll do it. So now we have Clint Barton back on our team. Yeah. But then there is Loki, who is with Thor, who is in this cage. And Thor makes the mistake of scratching the glass. He takes his hammer and he puts a crack in it. So Loki's like, I don't know, man. You know what happens. And so he's about to send this... Um, this cage down to earth the hard way um, when Agent Coulson shows up and he has this gun that was inspired by the fire blasting monster that Loki sent in Thor's movie Sparky Sparky Boom Man yes it's great and so he has this gun and he's like I don't even know what it does should we find out but then he gets stabbed by Loki because Loki's pulled this like hologram trick again and so Loki was actually behind Coulson he stabs him with a scepter really tragic but then Loki does send Thor his, like, his cage to Earth. Yeah. And, but then Coulson, with his, like, kind of dying breaths, is like, you know, you'll never win because it's not in your nature. And then he shoots him with this gun. And it's, like, it's a huge fire blast. It gets Loki real good. And he goes, so that's what it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Coulson. Um, but yeah. so now we have all these respective fights that have finished. Oh, I guess I should say that Thor did not die. He managed to punch his way out of that glass case Barely right before that it crashes. Case. And Barely. so Thor is okay. He's just in a random location. Same with Hulk. He crashed through the roof of the warehouse, but he's okay. Um, and then you have everybody else that's really shaken up. But then um, they all find out that Coulson has died. And Coulson's last words are, this was never going to work if they didn't have something to... And then he dies. But oh, yeah. implied that, you know, all of these Avengers were at each other's throats because they didn't have something similar enough to fight, fight for. for. And so Coulson made himself that sacrifice of, the, I am going to be the thing that unites these Avengers. And it pretty much works. Because um, Iron Which Man... kind of interesting because... They all didn't really have a relationship with Coulson. Pepper did. <laughs> um, His first name is Agent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. That was a good one. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is kind of funny because, I don't know, I guess it was just that he was kind of just this innocent man. He was just this agent. 
he had such respect for Captain America, of course, but then he also kind of had his role to play in all of their different movies. Mm -hmm. So even though he wasn't, like, the most central character to all of them, like, he was a central character um, that they all cared for. And so realizing that, like, wow, this guy that really didn't do anything wrong got caught in the crossfires because, honestly, they just couldn't get along. <laughs> yeah. And so now they realize, like, we need to we need to get our crap together. And that's when Tony realizes what Loki wants is to defeat them, not just to defeat them, but to make a whole spectacle of it. He wants his name plastered on a skyscraper in the sky, and then he realizes, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Come I on. just built a giant tower <laughs> with my name on it. So that's where he is. So yeah. they have they have their goal set. Um, and let's see, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what comes next here. Um, Are we, we going to make a, a part two? Sorry, I'm just looking at we're running out of time. I think we can make it. Well, well, I think we, I think we got this. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that Iron Man oh. goes to the roof of his tower to find there is Eric Selvig, and he had it's ready. The Tesseract is this portal is ready. Oh, sorry, I need to give Hawkeye fifty points really quick <gasps> because um, because he was able to put a USB in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Arrow. This uh -huh. was a long time ago. It's when they first came onto the airship and were blowing it up and trying to steal information. Hawkeye shot an arrow and the USB went in the port and it was right direction. 50 points to Hawkeye. Yeah, that was... Sorry. <laughs> Quick side note. Yeah, that, then, was a, that was a pretty baller moment. And then we're going to go back to top of Stark Tower. Yeah, so this portal yeah. is ready and Iron Man tries to stop it, but there's some sort of shield that is... Um, that's protecting this thing. Yeah, they said it was the pure energy of the Tesseract, right? Oh, probably. Okay. Sure. Cool. Um, but, like, because this blast kind of ricocheted off of this shield, it hits Eric Selvig, and it gives him the knock in the head that he needs to get Loki out of his head. Hey! That becomes important later. Um, then we have Iron Man that comes out to have this conversation with Loki, and it's pretty great. You know, he shows up, and he's like, yeah, I'm here to threaten you. You want a drink? <laughs> I know. It was very, like... It's very chill, but like it was hilarious. And so he does his little head count. He's of trying like, to get his suit prepared. That's what's going on. Yes, he's he's trying to get his suit ready. Um, but yeah, he's talking about you know their team that they've got together, and they're like, "You sir, have managed to tick off every single one of them." So you know we're we're coming for you. Um, and so Loki, <laughs> this is another great moment when he's like, "How can they fight me when they're too busy fighting you?" He tries to do his mind control thing via touching Tony's heart, but he has his. Um, his arc reactor that blocks that from happening. So I was like, well, these are some mutant mind control folks. Um, so Loki throws him out the window instead. <laughs> um, but then he has his, his suit come up and now we've got a fight and the portal opens, enter the aliens. So yes. we've got this entire fight scene. And my question for you, Hannah, is yes. are these um, kind of like ship things, are they creatures? Yeah, like that's it, the tricky thing. It looks like the people, like, are part of their machinery. Like, Black Widow needed someone there for the thing to keep flying and, like... Uh-huh. I don't know. That, like, from moments where we we see these giant, like, um, yeah. centipede ones, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a moment where you see Iron Man blast them from the inside, and it seems like they have armor that falls off. Um, and so I think there is organic something happening inside so them. Like armored beasts? But they also do seem to operate via electricity, kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so they're very confusing. I don't know, <laughs> is the answer to that. Um, but yes, we have this fight that commences, and there's so many great moments. I don't know if we can hit all of them yeah. in this. 
Um, one of my favorites is when Cap um, is talking to these police officers, and they're like, "We need we need men in these buildings, and we need like a, a perimeter of, out to this street." You know, he's giving all these instructions, and the cop is like, "Why should I listen to you?" And then enter these aliens that Tony just beats the crap out of. Wait, <laughs> Tony, the sorry, not Tony. Cap, Cap, yeah. yeah, Steve beats the crap out of these aliens. And then the cop is just like, okay, we need men in these buildings. <laughs> Going to Paul's directions. Because, like, obviously, it's Captain America. You can't just ignore his You can't ignore here. Captain America over here. Seriously. So do you have any other moments you can remember from this final battle that you liked? Oh, gosh. Um, I, all I remember is just enjoying the pieces that I saw. That I didn't feel like it was too long or anything. Uh-huh. Um, I'm honestly trying to remember how this fight, like, ended. Oh, we'll get there. Um, um, one of, another one of my favorite moments is Hawkeye jumping off the building like a freaking boss. That, that was so was, cool. That was boss. That was like, boss. Just, just Hawkeye. He's, he's so great. He's at the top of this building, and he's just, like, oh you know, shooting all his arrows with perfect accuracy. Um, we also have Thor confronting Loki and them having their little fight. That was pretty... Yeah, I always love it when they fight. They're yep. So lots, lots of great moments. But the uh-huh. most important thing that happens here is that... Nick Fury is talking to the council and they're saying we have we need to basically level the the island of Manhattan like we need to send a nuke and take it out oh yeah oh my gosh yeah okay and of course Nick Fury is like no (laughs) like I will only allow that line of thinking when I know that my men can't hold it and they're holding it just fine so like we're good but then they find out that there's unauthorized takeoff off of their ship yeah and so they have sent these nukes um Nick Fury goes onto the on the roof and he like shoots this bazooka to take one of them out but then the second one starts to fly off and then I just have to laugh because Nick draws his gun as this as this plane is flying away it's like that's not gonna do anything he just just draws a gun just to feel like he's doing something um so we have this nuke headed for New York and so Nick Fury lets Tony know that there's a nuke coming and so Tony's like, all right, I'm on it. He flies over to... Oh, also, the Hulk shows up. Can't forget that. Oh. Yep. The Hulk, the Hulk shows up and... Um, well, I guess Bruce Banner. He's Bruce Banner now. He shows up and he's, he's like, all right. Um, and there's just one of these giant monsters that's hiding right at them. And so Steve goes, hey, like, Dr. Banner, this would be an excellent time for you to get angry. And so Bruce says, that's my secret cap. I'm always, always angry. angry. <laughs> and then turns into the Hulk. Um... And so, yeah, one thing we need to talk about is how, why does the Hulk suddenly seem so much more, yeah. like, sentient and more commandable? Exactly. That is, I'm so confused. I'm like, is it because he hasn't been the Hulk for so long? Is it because he wanted to summon the Hulk? Is this, like, deep down, does the Hulk, since it's like a separate personality, yeah. quote-unquote, right now, um, is it, does it know it's purpose of creation right because it was created as like a like a super serum to help fight evil right like right can it feel those intentions and now that it's fulfilling those like it's allowing bruce banner to take more control i'm just a little bit uncertain about what that serum is you know and i wish i had the answers for you because <laughs> i don't what are your um, thoughts what are your my thoughts um, i think there's a lot of power of what bruce decides to become the hulk um, and then also when there's a very clear enemy to fight. Because when the Hulk has appeared before, you know, it's like he's he was just born out of anger. And he doesn't know who's friend, who's enemy. He just fights everybody. 
but maybe now in this situation there's the very clear enemy that he can he's like a weapon that can just be set against them but why how can he discriminate between those guys and not his friends who are also very powerful beings you know I don't know <laughs> I know they I would love to hear anyone else's thoughts on this but like yeah I, I don't have a good answer um just sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't <laughs> and when we see the Hulk from here on out I'm pretty sure he does have kind of more that level of sentience um he doesn't yeah. quite go back to his just rampaging Hulk ways of his first movie so yeah <laughs> that's the best I've got huh. um, okay. okay so yeah um yes yeah, so there's a nuke headed for New York and so Iron Man goes to intercept it. He's got a hold of this nuke, and he's like, and I know exactly where to put it. And in the meantime, Natasha has figured out, after talking to the now, like, present Eric Selvig, that she just needs to um, use, use the scepter to close this portal. Exactly. And so she's ready to do it, but Tony's like, wait, I, I've got something for this. And so he goes to take this nuke up, sends it into space, and it crashes into, like, the mothership, the thing that is controlling yeah. all of these beings. And that's great, but now Tony's got to get back. And so he's falling. This explosion is coming. And so Cap says, you know, close it. We got to yeah, close it. That explosion probably saved his life. Just having that, like that, you know, uh, yeah, the... go from that burst is probably the only thing that allowed him to go back through that portal back into space. So Tony, you know, that little son of a gun, he makes it out. Because <laughs> we can't kill yeah. Iron Man in this movie. Absolutely not. Um so, yeah, he falls through the portal. They close the portal, and not only does the portal close so no more aliens can come, they've destroyed the ship, so the ones that are already on Earth have are, like, down. They're, they're, they're dead. <laughs> this this might be a bad move. Where's everyone at point-wise? Am I going to um, let's see. I need to make sure I'm not going to regret doing this for Tony. Okay, he's at 68. Where's everyone else? Hulk is 315. Thor's still zero. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that seems normal. <laughs> Oh, come on. For this guy in this movie. Oh, oh no, boy. man. Captain America's 450. Okay. Black Widow's at 95. Oh, okay. Hawkeye's at 60. I might get a lot of flack for this. I'm going to give Iron Man 100 points. For this final... Because, again, this is, this is number two. Where he's putting his life on the line. No one's asking him to do this, right? Uh-huh. Sure, like, he'd lose his tower and equipment and everything, whatever, if they flattened out that area. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't, you know, like, he could have lost, he could have just lost his whole, his whole self in there. He could have grabbed it and it could have destructed. Like, this is, again, looking at Tony and discovering his true character. Uh-huh. And so even though sometimes he's, like, his, his playboy self, who's a little bit insufferable, like, it's almost like this front because he doesn't want people to know that he's nice and smart. Yeah. And I really, like, ha, I need to give Tony some more points and more credit for who he is. <laughs> and this just, this movie was kind of the turning point for that because Iron Man 2 was not. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I, man, I don't know how they did it, but I'm, I, for Tony and his changed self, for him revealing more of his true self, I'll give him a very nice. All right. Um, so Tony gets saved by the Hulk. The Hulk grabs him out of the air because his suit is offline, so he's not flying back to Earth. He's falling. Um, Hulk grabs him, and it seems like he's dead. Like, he's not breathing. He's not awake. And then the Hulk just yells. <laughs> and Tony's awake. <laughs> oh, another great movie moment. Um, and, you know, Tony is like, yeah. wow, 
Okay, we won. Cool. I heard of a cool shawarma place. You know, we should go grab some later. <laughs> I know. It's all just super chill. Wait, didn't you see him fighting by the shawarma house? I swear someone said that. Yeah, I didn't see it, but whoever we were watching it with was like, there, like there's the shawarma house. And we're like, oh. Although they were fighting near it, so it makes uh, sense that he saw it. And yeah. I think that is so funny. Yeah, that's Props hilarious. Props to the people who put this movie together for just making that different. Uh, yep. So now that the fight is over, um, we have, we kind of have these newsreels that's like, basically everybody is talking about the Avengers and what they could mean. And there's kind of some controversial opinions, which is the way of humanity, so it makes sense. Um, That some people are like, they're heroes, like they saved us. And, you know, people getting tattoos of the Captain America shield, getting Tony's beard. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, doing all sorts of things. But then the other ones that are like, I don't know if I'm entirely comfortable with, like, all of these superhuman beings just being left to their own devices. Yeah. And so this is kind of a struggle that comes from the entirety of the Avengers movies is that that balance of how can we, like, trust these people to just, you know, be on, be on their own and just do what's right for humanity but also, you kind of need them because we now have these alien threats. Um, yeah, because you need people who are strong enough to make those calls. Yeah. But also, so. it does. It just kind of, like, I don't know, seeing it from, like, the people of the world. Like, if it was just me, it's like, man, can I count on these people to make the right decisions? When sometimes they argue with each other and uh-huh. they can't make decisions amongst themselves. Like, can't I have a say, right? It's like yeah. we're doing this for freedom, but... I don't know. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's hard. And that's what I think is a, one thing that's really unique about the Avengers and Marvel as opposed to other superhero movies is, you know, they don't shy away from that. <laughs> like, if this was real life really happening on this planet, this is what would happen. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's still kind of up in the air. But then we have Nick talking to the council that just tried to blow up freaking Manhattan. Uh, yeah. Um, and they're, they're kind of asking the same thing. Like... How do we know we can trust them? Like, um, Thor takes um, Loki, takes him back to Asgard. Yeah. And so they're off planet. They've taken the Tesseract as well. And so they're like, wow, how can we trust them with that? And we have, you know, all these people that have just been turned loose. Um, and Nick just says, you know, they'll, they'll be here when we need them. When we need them. Yeah. And, yeah, they're powerful. They're dangerous. But not only do we know it, every world knows it. Um, and that, and that's Nick, Nick wanted, so here we are. Yep, and that's kind of where we end. Yeah. Is that yeah? These people have saved New York. They've saved saved humanity. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's that. And so we have the promise that they'll return when they're needed. Um, so yeah, then we come to our first end of credit scene that we see this this um, somewhere in space, the leader of the army that Loki was talking to before, but he's talking to a different being. Say, you know, um, Loki. Purple Man. Purple Man. So this is our very first glimpse we get of Thanos. Um, now, we don't know that his name is Thanos at this point if you're just a movie watcher, but the comic book people knew from the very beginning <laughs> who that was. Um, and yeah, this is Thanos, who's obviously a very important player later on. Yeah. So this is the first time we see him. And then, um, this is monumental. This is the very first Marvel movie that we have that has two end credit scenes. And so... The second one I didn't see for a long time because I was like everybody else. I just assumed there was one and done, but no, I didn't stay to watch the second that's one. That's <laughs> the only scene I remember from going to see this film in movie, like in like, the theater. Because the um, I 
where I've seen, I'm not sure if I've said I've seen this, but I'm pretty sure I have. Um, I saw it in theaters. And, um, cause this is the scene that sparked that memory is I don't yep. remember that first end credit scene, but I remember the last one with all the eating shawarma. The eating shawarma as the people are just cleaning up all of the debris in the background. And yep. It means absolutely nothing as far as like the, the continuity of the story or anything, but you know, they're just eating shawarma. <laughs> it's pretty great. I don't think they say anything either. Nope. Which is so funny. <laughs> they're literally just sitting there eating shawarma. Oh my god, That's so funny. I don't know. So, all right. That is the first Avengers movie. Any final thoughts, ratings that you, or you, I think you gave it a 9 out of 10 rating. Are you sticking with that? It was solid. I'll stay stay there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any other final thoughts you want to give before, you know, we we close this? Yeah, let the people go. You know, Hawkeye earned some more points. Um, life is good. Cap's still great. I wish I gave him some more points in this movie, but like I don't know. No, it's like he's just I still good. He doesn't do anything good. noticeably good because he's exactly. just, he's just good. I know. <laughs> I know. I'll think I'll award stuff later for him and Iron Man and all that good stuff. So yeah, yeah. All right. Still love this movie. Think it's great. Think it's pretty much flawless. Um, yeah, all the fight scenes. Oh, one thing that I've been wanting to do with these episodes is like give give an award to you know the best fight scene of the movie. Oh crap! I I'm not sure if I can do that now. <laughs> it's been a couple of days. It's true. Let's see. I think my favorite fight scene of this movie was the first one between Thor and Iron Man, mm. and then when Cap shows up. I don't know why. I just really enjoyed that fight scene. Um, it's just like these two coming together for, for the first time and you know there's no malice behind it it's just strictly these two like powerful people that have met for the first time and they're like well you're a threat guess we're gonna fight oh bye <laughs> yeah it's very it's very odd and yeah. all those great quotable moments like does mother know you wear with her drapes <laughs> so many great quotes in this movie really? um so yeah that, that would probably get the award for me um yeah. I, I'll just say, just for a random one, uh, I I just like the uh, the stress of fixing the rotor and having Cap fight those people while trying to fix the rotor. Yes, that was, that was a, a really balance. good one. Yeah. All right, solid. Okay, our next movie. I really hope this is correct because I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's Iron Man three. That happens right after the first Avengers movie. Another Iron Man movie? Yep. All right, Tony. Hopefully you don't get rid of those points. (laughs) No, you're getting a crap ton of points. Hopefully you can keep them. We'll see. All right. We'll see you next time with Iron Man 3.